Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, March the 2nd. Greg and Steph, we've had a great morning mm-hmm. already with interviews with Tracy Thomas and Steve Deffenbaugh about the Ministry of Grief Share. And we're blessed right now to have with us yeah. the mayor of Danville, Ricky Williams. Mr. Mayor, thanks for being with us. Welcome. Good morning, y'all. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. And I, I want to start, um, I know you know a lot of people, a lot of people know you, but I'm sure there's people that don't really know your story. Mm-hmm. What is the Ricky Williams story? Well, uh, grew up born to parents who were um, not married at first, mm-hmm. um, and uh, actually a couple of pastors advised my parents that they abort me, because <sighs> uh, one because they weren't married, another because it was interracial. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, my parents chose life. Yeah. Um, my parents were poor, but they were hardworking, and they loved Jesus, and yeah. they raised me to be hardworking and to love Jesus, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So grew up, we moved to our little house in Danville. Um, I was a... Uh, you know, all conference football player, uh, okay. show, show choir, madrigals, all that stuff. <laughs> Got a presidential scholarship to attend Millican University, studied political science. Yeah. And then after that, I went to, uh, I was on a full fellowship to um, pursue a PhD in political science. There, I went on a missions trip my fourth year. The Lord kind of rerouted everything hmm. that I thought I was doing, and yeah. I wound up in Danville being the executive director of the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah. the, that's the 30 were second version. Were you born version. in Danville? Yes, ma'am, okay. I was. So and, your and, parents were from Danville. Uh, well, yeah. my, my mom, mom, mom was from Danville. Daddy was from Westville. Okay. Okay. And so okay. I was born in the old St. Elizabeth Hospital that no yeah. longer exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were too? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and so, you know, in grad school, I studied public policy and urban development and, um, you know, really prepared for helping lead a city and um it's just been great after that i led nonprofits and you know took organizations that were really struggling yeah. and made them pre- premier organizations you know when i went to project success it was near closure and mm-hmm. thankfully okay. we, we expanded we went from having um only about uh 400 students at about four sites yeah. to 15 sites throughout vermilion county hmm with over a thousand students that we served every day. Wow. Um, yeah, so a couple things up. What is Project Success? There may be people listening that are unaware of what sure. that even is. Project Success is a, is a family and youth development organization. Um, they now, I'm so proud of them, they continued to grow after I left. Okay. Um, they now serve 19 schools throughout the, throughout the uh, county, mm-hmm. and wow. they actually um, help students with life skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, they help them with their homework, and then introduce them to a whole variety of things, everything from cooking club, photography mm-hmm. club, basically Basically, it's um, enhancement, um, life enhancement, and learning opportunities for young people. And Just was that chance- connected to the Boys and Girls Club, or that was separate? That was completely separate. Okay. So I left the Boys and Girls Club, and I taught for a semester at Southview. Um, okay. At that time, middle school, and I was mm-hmm. praying about what to do. And I get this call from Kay Smoot, and she says, Ricky, unfortunately, our director has breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Is there any way that you could come and help us, even just for the summer? Mm-hmm. I started out helping them part time, and I guess they like what I did mm-hmm. because they offered me a full time mm-hmm. position. Yeah. And we just kind of grew from there. Okay. Well, that's awesome. outstanding. Talk a little bit about the Boys and Girls Club because that is such an important organization. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, what they do for this community is amazing. Having 200, a safe place for 200 students to go every day. Yeah. And then Project Success having a space safe face for mm-hmm. a thousand kids throughout the county. They serve all all school districts except for Armstrong, Potomac, and Bismarck. Okay, um, so they have they have at least one site in every all of those other communities, which mm-hmm. is great. And mm-hmm. I know you'd ask me some of what about my previous job yeah, prepared yeah, me for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think two big things. Number one, learning how to manage money mm-hmm. and learning how to manage people. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, stewardship is the key to good success. When a yeah. nonprofit world, if you don't have money, then you can't fulfill your right. mission. If you don't use your your money well, then you can't meet the needs of the children and families you're supposed to serve. Mm-hmm. How much more so in something?
something like the city of Danville, where everyone is counting on you. Before I had a thousand kids counting on me. Mm-hmm. Now 30,000 right. people are counting yeah. on me to do a good job for our community. Right. Um, right. Did, did you ever think I'm going to be the mayor of Danville or the mayor of any place? Was that ever something that you thought about? So absolutely. Um, when I was 18 years old, we had our first ever countywide youth summit. Okay. And I was kind of quiet and shy then, believe it or not. Okay. And my peers chose me to be the spokesperson to the mayor and, okay. and to wow. the, into the council. Okay. And God showed me then very clearly that I would be the mayor of Danville one day. Hmm. So, okay. uh, so that was 18. 18. And how old were you when you were elected? I have to count back. I guess I would have been 41. Okay, so okay. it took a few years. It, 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 it took a few years, but we got there. Then that's just something that I think is important too is that everything happens in God's timing. Yeah. You yeah. know, sometimes even He'll show you something, but it's not quite yet. You know, right. He showed Joseph that one day He would be the ruler mm-hmm. over His mm-hmm. father and His right. brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it took many years, and He thought mm-hmm. many things happened along the mm-hmm. way that made Him think He wasn't going to be that that vision wouldn't come to life, but it did. Right. Because I, I, I just, I, I'm a testimony that. God God's promises are true. Okay. So what do you feel are some of your biggest accomplishments that you've you've been able to see happen during your time as mayor? Several. Um, I think, first of all, I've hired an amazing team. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that I work with love what they do and they are committed. It's not a serv- It's not a job or a career to them. It's a service. Mm-hmm. So hiring a great team was number one. Number two, they have helped me be great stewards of our resources. Um, we actually went, when I started, we only had $300,000 in our reserves. Okay. Uh, that was uh, November of 18. By um, April of 2020, we had over $4.5 million in our reserves. Mm-hmm. Now we have over $9 million in our reserves and that's after it getting up to 11.2 million dollars and us taking it back down to 1.2 wow and and what's made the difference i mean is how has that unfolded a couple of things. Number one, strong stewardship, making sure we're focusing on the things that are most important to the people of Danville. Okay. Number two, we have actually applied for and received a lot of grant fund money. So, for example, mm-hmm. just near here, the intersection of Jackson and Voorhees Street, mm-hmm. right. we got a $1.3 million grant for that. So that was $1.3 million of our local money that we didn't, didn't have, have to, to spend, spend. that awesome. we could use on other projects. Where did that grant come from? Uh, came from the state of Illinois. State of Illinois, okay. Uh, another huge thing, um, we've, d- we've done a lot of work in terms of our infrastructure. Uh, last year alone, we uh, we maintained or improved in some way 23 miles of roads. Oh, wow. Uh, we've dilapidated over, th- we, we've um, demolished over 300 dilapidated structures throughout the city of Danville, okay. which is huge because then it, it shores up property values, it makes people feel safer, and it, honestly, it just looks a lot better too. Yeah. Sure. And the other huge thing is supporting our police. Uh-huh. Uh, when I took over, um, we only had 54 police officers. Now yeah. we have 67, and yeah. we're on our way to hiring 70, which they haven't had that many in almost 30 years. Wow. Um, wow. We have replaced 26 out of 33 of our police cars and added six more. Okay. And uh, we have just built a strong relationship with the community. And the last but certainly not least, our first Fridays. Yeah. The, the great work that Ashton and her team have done has helped um, us think about ourselves in a better yeah. way and mm-hmm. also help people look at us in a different way from outside of Danville. Mm-hmm. I want to talk mm-hmm. about your staff for just a second. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to not be at church for the morning and be at Bismarck High School. Mm-hmm. They had a career day. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you sure any students are going to hear about ministry as a career? And there were several that came. But Ashton Greer gave mm-hmm. the keynote and mm-hmm. she did a great job. She mm-hmm. really represented mm-hmm. your office well and I thought had great advice for students. So that's number one. And then I get to work with Sandra Finch, 
on the MLK Day committee mm-hmm. and just love her leadership with that as well. And I, I could probably mention several others, but those are the two off the top of the head. What, what I'll tell you is I tell people all the time, I inherited the best of the Eisenhower regime. Okay. Um, those folks stayed with me. We yeah. weeded out some people that didn't need to be there because okay. they didn't okay. have the best interests of the community at heart. Okay. And then we hired some people with a servant's heart and with the skill and work ethic to make Danville the best possible place to live, work, um, invest, yeah. and play. So. You talk about First Fridays. Tomorrow is a First Friday. So is it the Danville's Got Talent? Is that right? Danville's mm-hmm. Got Talent. And what I love about it is that we have a little bit of everyone. Uh, okay. We have um, a, a young lady, Jean Lady Menendez, who is actually singing in Spanish and English. We have several uh, people who are doing spoken word, which I'm not usually a fan of. Yeah. But through their through their it can um, be powerful. They yeah. the, the message that they bring is powerful. And then we have a little bit of everything from country. We have a young lady who's going to be doing some yodeling in her singing uh, <laughs> to to encouraging um, rap um, uh-huh. and. Um, pop and rock and a little bit of everything. So yeah. I think it's going to be so much where fun. Where does First Friday? Where does that take place? At the Fisher? Is that... all, all downtown, but this one, okay. this particular event is at the Fisher, at the Fisher. Theater at six thirty. Okay. okay. Almost two thirds of the tickets are sold already. Wow. So if you want to go, you better get your ticket today. Because yeah. the Fisher, what's it hold? Eight hundred something like I think that. Nine hundred. Okay. Wow. Nine hundred. That's great. Well, that's well, why wonderful. do you, after all of that? Sounds like a lot of accomplishments. What do you still want to do, and and why do you still want to serve as the mayor? Because I love my people and we're not finished yet. Not finished. We have made a lot of proven progress over the last couple of years, and we are on trajectory to grow and um, flourish even more. And I think I have built a lot of relationships um, with uh, with not only individuals, but businesses, Mm -hmm. with other agencies, uh, such as Vermilion Advantage, such as even other communities like Tilton. Mm. Sometimes it's important that you have a partnership. Tilton and we've worked on some initiatives with Tilton together. Okay. Um, and, and just we're not finished yet. Mm. We have grown a lot. Um, we've seen a lot of economic development. Do you know that we've had over $250 million of, of, of expansions and new developments come to the city of Danville in just the last couple of years? Okay. Over 600 jobs that have been added to the community by the time uh, the casino opens mm. and uh, mm-hmm. I'm just really proud of the great work that my team and I have done. And I think that um, people want trusted, proven leadership. You know, we keep hearing we're on the verge of a recession. Well, what better time to have someone that's a good steward of people and money to be in charge of your city? And I think that that's what people want is proven progress. And they want someone who is not afraid to lead boldly. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this is a show. Our mission statement is Mm -hmm. we look at the events of the world and specifically our communities Mm -hmm. through the lens of faith. So I want you to address the role you see churches and especially what I would call parachurch Mm -hmm. ministries, ministries like the Women's Care Clinic, the Danville Rescue Mission, Mm -hmm. Dwelling Place, some some of these ministries that are serving the least of these in many ways. What role do you see that interacting with the city of Danville and with our communities? Quite honestly, it's a huge role. And frankly, without those organizations, our community would fail. Uh Um, you, You think about it. Anytime that I have someone who's struggling with homelessness, mm-hmm. I have an opportunity to send them um, somewhere safe because mm-hmm. of para, mm-hmm. para, you know, para church ministries. Right. Right. Um, and if I have someone that's struggling with addiction, I can send them right. out to you all right. or to mm-hmm. a couple of other places for celebrate recovery and other right. things, uh, other great mental health services that can help them. Right. And so I think that the importance of church and parachurch organizations is that they provide a lot of services that the city of Danville and other entities just can't provide on their own. Mm -hmm. And so we rely on you basically to be our helpmate to 
to uh, make sure that our people have the things that they need, and yeah. we could not make it without y'all. Yeah, well, that's great. That's wonderful. Well, let's do this. Let's go to break. When we come back, I really want to dig deep. I've asked you to think about two or three things, you, as many as you want, that burden you about Danville, and then really casting a vision, you know, moving forward. What are some goals? What are some projects? Where do you go moving forward? It is Thursday, March 2nd. You're listening to Direct Line, Greg and Steph, with Danville's mayor, Ricky Williams, and we will be right back after this. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Stephanie with Mayor Ricky Williams. And when we went off air, I was asking you a little bit about your family background. And so mom and dad still live in the area and you have a sibling, a sister, and she's back in the area. Tell us about that. Absolutely. My younger sister, Amy, I'm so proud of her. She does um, runs an international soccer business called Tiny Troops, where they teach kids three to five the fundamentals of soccer. And they've got over 30 locations around the world. And that's actually headquartered right here in Danville, Illinois, um, because they, uh, my brother and Law, Master Sergeant Brandon Swizer, after t- over 20 years of service, just retired from the Marines. And what was supposed to be a five-week vacation here this summer became home. Yeah. And so now they live across the lake, and my nephews, who are uh, 6, 8, and 10, go to school at Northeast. That's awesome. And I'm just so happy to be able to be a full-time uncle. Yeah. That's right. And I bet your parents are so glad to have grandchildren back oh, in yes. the area. Oh, yes. They love it. One of the reasons Mama retired is because she wanted to be able to go sure. and spend more time yeah. with them, and now they get to come oh, and spend time with awesome. them. That's awesome. And let's say a word about your mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a distinguished <laughs> career at DAC, yeah. and you hear Laura Williams every morning, uh, every weekday morning morning mm-hmm. at 7.30 a.m. What, what is it? Community Connection? Is that the name of it? Is that right? Say a word about your mom. I couldn't be prouder of my mom. You know, she overcame a lot of adversity in her life to be mm-hmm. where she is. She, um, a lot of people don't know, she dropped out of high school. But she didn't really even go to high school. And yeah. for her to be where she is now, it's a testimony to what hard work, mm-hmm. education, and faith in God can do in your life. So yeah. I'm, I'm proud of my mom because I wouldn't be where I am without her. Absolutely. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Hey, let's talk Danville. So um, when I made the decision to leave the church I was serving in Clinton and come to Second Church of Christ in Danville, I announced it to our church and I shared with friends. And a common theme was, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, you know, it was almost like We laugh about it, but we, it's not we, funny. Well, we I laugh mean, about it now, yeah. but I mean, I'll be honest with you, before I got here, I I'm thinking, have I made a bad bad decision? Now, right. I would tell you now, is the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Love this community. Love this county. I know you're not the mayor of the county, but of the right. city. But there's so much good here. But let's be honest. There's a lot of bad press that's out there. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that as mayor? What do I say to that is... Um, we are Danville and Danville is us. And yeah. if you would actually take a look, you would be amazed at the amenities we have here. Yeah. Some of the nicest, hardest working people you yeah. can imagine. The way we rally together around causes and around people who need us is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our natural amenities are mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. We have an awesome, thriving arts community, mm-hmm. um, not only singing, but theater yeah. and, uh, and, and painting and all kinds of art. And also the things that are made around the world actually start here in Danville. We have Automation International, for example. They make the machines that make products for other companies. And so what I would tell people is that Danville is amazing, but you've got to take a closer look. Don't. um, It's it's kind of also like reputations, right? Some people, sometimes people think a person is bad, but once they get to know them, Mm -hmm. they're actually wonderful. And I would say it's the same. Get to know us because Danville is an amazing place. Why does Danville get the rap? I mean, I'm from 
Champaign. That's my hometown. I love my hometown. But I'll tell you, it's not all peaches and cream, you know, 30 miles to the west. But it seems like there are some that just really love to stick it to Danville. I don't get that. I, I think probably when we had a lot from the mid-90s to early 2000s and we had a lot of closures, yes. factory closures and stuff. Okay. And I think that I think it started then. Okay. And then we've been there punching bag. Yeah. But what I'm excited about, though, is we have a lot of people that come from different places. I've met multiple folks who come to First Fridays that say, listen, I love Danville. Danville's yeah. awesome. It's not what we heard right. about. It's not what we right. thought it was. Right. And actually, I've had a number of people tell me from Champaign and Urbana that they feel safer here mm. than yeah. they did in Champaign and Urbana. Yeah. For example, our, our city, I agree. Our, our, um, our corporation council, our city attorney, he actually moved here from Urbana and, and he and his wife just love it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and I love the fact you said this early in our interview, um, you're giving props to the police department. Mm -hmm. I, I know there's a good working relationship there and that's not the case in every community in central Illinois. We, we support our police. Um, Chief Yates and his his team do an amazing job. And that's another misconception. People talk about crime. Crime has actually gone down in Danville over the last four years. For example, our mur murders have gone down by almost 40%. Our robberies have gone down by over 60%. Our aggravated batteries, which means where someone has used a weapon or someone's been injured, have gone down by almost 40%. So we are actually seeing a major improvement um, in crime because our police are fighting hard and also because we fought for them and we've supported them and yeah. given them the resources they need to be successful. Yeah. So let's get into two, three, whatever you want to share, burdens that you have when you consider Danville, maybe the area, looking at a potential second term. Sure. Um, you know, a couple of things that really burden my heart are um, the brokenness of people in our community. So many people don't have hope and they don't have love. Um, and I think that's a, a place where I would hope that the church will even play an mm -hmm. even greater role is reaching out and mm -hmm. loving them and welcoming, mm -hmm. welcoming them as they are. You know, Jesus, whenever he met anyone, he loved them. And then he also asked them to change, mm -hmm. but he loved them first, right? Mm -hmm. And so I hope that we'll continue to love more because there are a lot of people who just need somebody to care about them. Um, that's a burden that I have. One of the things practically that bothers me is the amount of blight. We have 2,500 more homes than we than we have people to live in them in the city of Danville, hmm. wow. about a thousand of which need uh, demolished. And that's why we've been so aggressive yeah. in tearing down those bad houses, because I want the little old lady who's lived in her home for 50 years mm -hmm. to be able to feel safe. Right. I also want when it's time for her to move with her family or go to assisted care, that mm -hmm. she's able to sell, sell her home mm -hmm. for a good value. So mm -hmm. um, I think those are a couple of things that really burden me are just okay. the brokenness of people and then the condition of our community in terms of blight. And that's so you why said how many homes so are in that condition? About? We have 2,500 more homes than we need, and I would say about 1,000 of them are, are at a point. Can I ask to... you about how much does it cost to demolish one? It depends on whether or not there's asbestos and stuff, but gotcha. I would say around $12,000. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm but, just trying but, to think of the numbers. And but how but, that but all... we went from demolishing only 20 or 25 a year okay. to, like I said, over the last few years, we've demolished over 300. So we've been very aggressive yeah. because gotcha. people deserve to live in a safe mm -hmm. and uh, and peaceful, beautiful community. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of things that I want to do during the second term, uh, things that are most important to me, number one, are to continue to be a good steward of your money and, okay. our, and our staff. Mm -hmm. Because, again, that's the key to being able to do everything else. 
house, if you manage money wisely mm-hmm. and you have the resources mm-hmm. you need to demolish mm-hmm. homes, yeah. to support your police, yeah. to improve the roads as we have this past year, if you if you aren't a good manager of money or people, then you cannot accomplish all of those other things that are so critical to the people that you're supposed mm-hmm. to be serving. Okay. Um, I know there's a big project going on with a pool at Garfield Park. Yes. Talk, talk about how that's even coming to be. Sure. Um, so unfortunately, our, our swimming pool was in a in a rough condition. Okay. And um, uh, it, we had to close it. Um, and we've we've lost a lot in Danville, right? Okay. Um, we've lost so many things, uh, including our movie mm-hmm. theater recently. Uh-huh. This the pool is one of those amenities that we possess that we own. That okay. We can do something about. Okay. So we knew that we were going to have to either fix it or or close it permanently, and we yeah. decided to fix it. And guess what? God sent us money in the form of ARPA through this coronavirus, okay. with which we'll be able to fix it. Okay. And it's going to be amazing. Uh, we'll have have everything will basically be new except the outlay of the of the uh, pool itself. So we'll have a brand new bathhouse, brand new pump house. And I think one of the things that the kids, when I talk to them, are most excited about, we're going to have three huge water slides wow. too. So okay. it'll it'll be a little different and a little funner and definitely a lot yeah. fresher than it was before. But uh, we're really proud of that. Along with that, we'll be, be getting rid of all of the houses around the periphery and okay. also the buildings that separate Garfield Pool and Park. And so it will become one big 20-acre hmm. campus. Okay. What I love is that it'll give you lines of sight. It'll make people that are there um, enjoying activities feel safer mm-hmm. it'll make it easier for our police to patrol mm-hmm. because they'll be able to see more easily into okay. the park mm-hmm. uh, and it's just going to be great uh, people are really excited we have veterans that exercise there in the morning yeah um, we have rehab programs that come there we have um, some classes that are held sometimes for seniors and ladies so it's a real community asset that I think is critical mm-hmm. for a city our size. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, like the, the movie theater, everybody, you know, complains the movie theater closed. Well, that's because most of us are sitting on our couches watching Netflix. That's right. really not. Right. But you can't, Culture's changing. you can't, you know, vicariously or what's, you know, a kid, you're going to get in the pool, you're going to get in the water and you're right. going to do it with your buddies. It's not something <clears> you're going to do at home by clicking buttons. So and, yeah, and I what mean, I love too about that, Stephanie, is it's something for all ages, right? right? It's not right. just for kids. Right. I'm telling you, some of the biggest advocates that I have for <laughs> the pool are folks who live yeah. across the lake that man i want to be able to get in that olympic pool yeah. and swim laps again mm-hmm. you know yeah. so yeah. and that's garfield park is that Gar- right garfield okay. park and pool that's okay and that's is it right. supposed to be done for this season God, i wish i, mean, I wish no. unfortunately okay. we're season. shooting for memorial day of 2024 gotcha. okay. it's a big project yeah. i know uh, yeah sure. hey i've got an odd question and just in full disclosure i asked it to your can mm-hmm. your um the the candidate that's also in the race mm-hmm. last week Let's say you don't win. Let's say, and I, what is it, five weeks we're away? Is that right? Four and a half weeks, less, something less like than that? Five. Yeah. It was five weeks yeah. as of Tuesday. Yeah. So let's say you don't win a second term. Mm-hmm. How's that impact you? What's next for Ricky Williams? And I know you don't want to think about going into losing, mm-hmm. but uh, what, what's next? Sure. First and foremost, I am going to do everything that I can to ensure an orderly transition. Okay. I'm going to uh, ha- I would have um, my opponent come in and uh-huh. help teach her the ropes and uh-huh. make sure that she's as ready as she possibly can be. Because the most important thing to me mm-hmm. is our city and our people and that things are run well. So I would work hard to set her up for success. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I Dave Ramsey'd it. And the mm-hmm. only debt that I have left are my house and my student loans. Yeah. Student loans should be done here very soon. Mm-hmm. So I will just wait and see what the Lord has for me. I'm not okay. going to rush into anything. Um, okay. But just a, a lot of praying and then and maybe a vacation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And where would that be? Where's your, where would you want to go? You know, I have dear friends from India, and I've always wanted Aww. to go there. Yeah. So I'd probably go to 
end the album. Oh, I, I think yeah. that's cool. going to happen one way, I, either way. Yeah. One, one know, way or the other. Yes, right. I'll tell you, oh, my, trip, my first trip to India changed my life huh. forever. You know, it's, yeah. it's an amazing, yeah. amazing place to visit. And uh, a lot of people are afraid to go to India that, that are Christians mm. because of all the persecution that's mm-hmm. happening. But there's still a lot of good that's mm. happening there. Jeremiah no twenty nine eleven says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to plan and uh, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Yeah. So I know God is with me wherever mm. I go and I'm going to trust him. And I so there, therefore I can travel mm. anywhere yeah. without mm. fear. Mm. Last question. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody that listens to the show is a believer, but a lot of them are. And a lot of them are people of prayer, what would you throw out as a prayer request or multiple prayer requests for people that pray? Number one, I think I would ask that people pray for strength for me and my family. Um, unfortunately, when you go through a process like this, sometimes folks are nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a lot of folks who are two-faced and backbiting. Mm-hmm. And um, I just pray that they would they would give, um, give us strength to stay the course. You know, um, you look at the Old Testament, the prophets faced a lot of opposition, and we're doing the work that I think the Lord is proud of mm-hmm. here. And uh, so I just pray that pray for strength. Uh, number two, I pray for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to think that I'm a pretty smart guy, and I know that I work hard. However, there are some things every week. There seems mm-hmm. that there are new things that come up that I'm I don't I haven't dealt with before. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I pray for wisdom that God would um, mm-hmm. show us how to best handle those. And then I also just pray for um, revival in terms of. Um, our spirits and our minds, um, because uh-huh. the the only thing that can truly train someone is their relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, I I just ask that He would help me to be a good ambassador. Um, I I'm very fiery, mm-hmm. so that's that's part as part of being a good ambassador that the Lord would help bridle my tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. with um, maybe keep my fingers under control, <laughs> uh, and just so that I can be a good steward of mm-hmm. the gift that He's given mm-hmm. me, um, and that others might be. Um, might have love and peace and might come to him because I've been a good, a good ambassador of the gift. Well, Mayor Ricky Williams, thank you. Yes. I know you're a busy guy. Mm-hmm. Thanks for taking time to come and sit with us today. And uh, you're blessings. reading some Dr. Seuss here later today. I'm so, so excited. I yeah. get to go to Mead Park and, and read with the kids. It's one of my mom did that with me when I was a kid, and I love it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for this opportunity. Yeah. I'm excited. I love the citizens of Danville. We've made a lot of proven progress over the last several years, and I'm content. I'm ready to continue helping us do great mm-hmm. things because the people of Danville deserve someone who will work for everyone and not special interests. All right. Well. Thank Thank you. you.